Reggie Carey. I'm a naturopathic doctor, acupuncturist, Reiki master, but ultimately an intuitive coach that focuses on the mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of health. I help women gain the confidence to use their voice and honor themselves via the inner truth quantum healing method. I'm super passionate about bringing the big spiritual teachings and lessons down to earth in our everyday lives. And this is the journey that I've gone on myself the past seven years and have also been helping other women go through this as well. And this podcast is a place where I share what those insights are and what my downloads are so that it can help you in your life. Because if there's one big overarching thing that I have learned, it's that all that you need to heal is the present moment if you're awake and paying attention. So I hope that from this podcast, you gain clarity, some understanding, and maybe even some emotional healing around some of the things that you are going through. And one last very important thing before we get to the episode, no matter how terrible you feel about how you have been in the past or how you have been even earlier today, no matter how bad you feel about yourself, I want you to know that you are still worthy of love and that the more that you can lean into loving those parts of yourself that you don't like to see, the more that you can do that, the more love and healing and closer you get to your own inner truth. After all, this is the Inner Bitch Inner Truth Podcast. Befriend your inner bitch to reach your inner truth. All right, now let's take a breath together. And relax your jaw, relax the muscles around your eyes, relax your forehead, relax your ears, feel your shoulders drop down and your arms hang heavy, and let your belly out, and feel your energy sink into this space, and know that you can come back here and do this for yourself at any point in time. All right, let's get to the episode. In this episode, me and my friend Troy are having a conversation about all things emotional healing spirituality, personal growth, um, the conditions that we've been put under and through just during our life and how that shapes like the way that we feel in the moment. And to give a little context to this conversation, it is a few weeks after I had actually treated Troy with what I now call the inner truth quantum healing method. So the conversation first starts out with me asking how he's feeling afterwards and then we kind of get into all the things. Not only does Troy have amazing content, follow him on Instagram and TikTok. He'll give you the handles and they're actually there in the show notes too. Um, But he's also a massage therapist in the Blue Water area in Michigan. So if you're in the area listening to this podcast and you're ever wanting a massage and actually I think that you should get one, uh, this is your sign. Um, reach out to Troy. He's really great and you'll feel amazing when you get off that table. 
So without further ado, here is the conversation with Troy. Tell me about your experience after the healing session. Um, like I said to you just before we got on too, is I've been feeling more emotionally brave in the sense of being willing to like being willing to offend people but not like I, I had to be willing to offend people to be able to be this like honest emotional person and I realized like that I'm I haven't been letting my anger sort of speak and I feel like and it's funny because you know it's the inner bitch podcast and I've heard you talk about this sort of experience before where you go from being like a people pleaser and then you turn into a bitch and you like it's this balance and I'm literally going through that right now where now that I've felt my anger now that I'm like relearning how to integrate what anger means now I want to use it all the time it's like now I have this like justification inside of myself that's like I'm angry and I know how to I, I'm not afraid of it anymore so now I can just speak it to people and I can say I'm upset and I'm angry and I'm realizing though that's still you know it still can be damaging to other people but the fear of my anger is 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 going away and I'm still and I love the word in integrating because it's these these things still come up like these challenges still come up it's not like we had that session and all of a sudden like I'm working with my anger perfectly it's like no I still you know feel a little like self-conscious about my anger and my emotions but I'm, I'm more brave with it it's like no it's like it's here to come up like I'm not going to keep repressing it because I don't want to experience what we experienced in that all the t in that healing session all the time because it was such a painful was it a bee yeah, yeah. it was such a it was such just like a painful you know but necessary thing to go through and it's like I don't want to like keep doing that repression 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 and then this big healing crisis repression 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 I want to live in this like yeah, that more authentic thing and I'm allowing myself to have the full range of emotion so it's just been a lot of awareness of emotional bravery like it's okay to be angry um, and but now I'm integrating it and how can I how can it be I think you even talked about righteous anger like how can it be something that it's like anger not maliciously but like just like not even brutal honesty just just honesty you know yeah so that's that's really what I'm going through right now is is realizing I'm more emotionally brave, not afraid to display my frustration. Because I also think I created this image that, you know, Troy, the massage therapist, like I'm calm all the time. Like if I ruin my reputation, people aren't going to, you know, want to work with me and yada, yada, yada. And it's like I'm living, a ha I'm lying to myself. And you can only do that for so long before you have an event and you have a crisis like that. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've found for me, because I've that healing work that you did, mm -hmm. where you like expressed so much anger on the table in that situation. Mm -hmm. I've also been through that process, and what my experience afterwards was um, similar. Of like, okay, it's okay for me to feel this anger, mm -hmm. but I found myself when I expressed it to people, it was like. It was like either too much or too little. Like mm -hmm. it's kind of like you you have to do it, you have to practice it yeah. in order to find how to be like finesse with it. Totally. Mm -hmm. 
And so that's, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. But the only way to really learn is to do. And and that's what I mean. You have to be okay with offending people. And I think that's what this sort of, um, that, that, that ceremony sort of, because it was honestly what it was, it felt like a ceremony. What that, that gave me was this confidence that like, it's okay if I offend them because I'm going to offend them with, with something that means something to me. That's like, I'm trying to express myself in a way. And, um, and then that it's, it's going to be okay because in like, we've even talked about before too, like the people, another big thing, um, let me backtrack to get to this point. is like, you know, I'm just so grateful to have, you know, a supportive partner and a supportive like home life because like Wendy and I communicate so much and it's like, if I didn't have that, like, I don't know how else I would integrate it. Like, and, and maybe it's coming, I'm, I'm in this situation for a reason, but I'm just so grateful to have supportive people around me because it would be, it would be difficult to just do this with random people. Like now I have this new found, you know, sensation with my anger. I'm not going out in public and, and trying, you know, this just yet. It's, it's, it's more working in my personal relationship. So it's like, I'm not afraid to, to offend Wendy and I'm not afraid to, just say something that might step on their toes and it's and for a people pleaser that's so powerful it's so relieving it's like my whole life I'm afraid to to you know hurt people's feelings and it's why I repress my anger and and now to know that like you know I guess what I'm trying to say is that this this has really shown me too like who's going to you know, really be there for me and allow me to be the all being that I am and not just like me for you know the kind things that I say oh how's it going man you can just set it right there yeah thanks yeah you too (laughs) wheatgrass do you oh yes but speaking of we can talk (laughs) about that for for days wheatgrass love that (laughs) um but yeah I I hear what you're saying and I think that that's so important to have that safe space to be able to express yourself in the way that you're feeling called to express yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that when you don't have people around you that are accepting of your anger and accepting of okay you're learning what to do with this right now Mm -hmm. if you don't have people like that that are willing to you know let you kind of uh, trial and error on them then like you 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 just won't have as easy of a time integrating that part of yourself exactly and and that's the thing, like my heart goes out to people who you know and, and maybe that's even why some people don't want to go to that extent because it's like you know they're doing it alone and maybe the reason why i was able to go that that deep and that depth is like my subconscious knew that like when i would come out of it i'd be okay and that's just something that came to me you know i just felt like i knew that i could go there i could be and really revisit those things because I'm finally in a safe space. I'm finally in like a space that wants me to grow, that supports me. And it's like, you know, I don't know what this means for your listeners, but it's like, you know, have good people around you. Like really try to like create a good community, create a good network, be good, even if it's one person, like mm-hmm. even if it's two people, like it's so much better to like move through life when people just allow you to be who you are because the, the reason I think why we're in this angry place is because people haven't people haven't let us be you know who we are so it's like I think part of this like inner bitch thing is also like 
you know, boundary setting and like knowing like, you know, where, where you need your support and it's okay to offend people. It's okay to say, no, like I need this from you or like, not, I need this from you, but I need this in my life. And so these are the ingredients that make the recipe of Troy. If you don't have them, um, that's okay. But like, I'm going to look for them. I, I need these for this recipe. And if you're not part of the recipe, that's okay. And I think, you know, just even after this healing experience, not only am I feeling more confident in the way that I talk, but just my self-talk to myself, the inner voice. It's like feeling more confident about the decisions that I'm making. And that's something you even told me too, is like, you know, you're probably gonna be feeling a lot more confident when you're working on like the solar plexus. And you know, I, I do feel that. I feel like, again, it's an integration thing. It's not like I'm Superman with all this, you know, boost of, of confidence, but I am like, you know, whereas before I would say my feelings, make up sorry, or like, uh, like, or how are you? Are you okay? Are you okay? Because I said my feelings. It's like I said my feelings, and now I can hold a space for myself in, in my mind, and that's 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 the key. That's where everything starts is in that voice in your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hundred mm-hmm. percent to yeah. all of that. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think I've found. Um, when expressing the boundaries and expressing the anger, the way that I, okay, so let me back up. It's like, mm-hmm. I would kind of go off on people when I was like, okay, I need to honor myself. Yeah. And I would set something. And sometimes I would realize that it wasn't actually them, it was me. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I came up with this whole wounded anger versus a sacred anger. Right. And so the wounded anger was like, I was mad at them about something because of the meaning that I placed on it right? versus them actually meaning, like they weren't actually meaning like what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or on the, on the other side of that, okay, I feel like, let me, my mind is like, there's so, so many I know there is a lot, me too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the wounded anger, mm-hmm is where where I needed to grow, where I needed to accept Mm -hmm. that other people can take up space and other people can act in a way differently than what I expect. Mm -hmm. But then the sacred anger is like, okay, I am being oppressed right now. I am being, I'm in a situation where you're trying to control me or you're you're doing something that is crossing my sacred space Mm -hmm. and it's it's directly affecting me. And I need to put a boundary here. Yes. And it's discerning between the two. Yes. That's been this ever-evolving mm-hmm. task and journey. That's a great way to say. Yeah, the discernment. That's I, I link that discernment to the integration process. I mean, that's really what integrating is. Is like seeing what all of this means to me and how do I make the right decision for the position that I'm in. I totally agree with the discernment thing. One hundred percent. What I've learned a lot about resentment, too, is that I, I mean, even now to this day, it's like there's things that really, really just get to me, mm-hmm. and I have to be like, okay, you either need to let this go or you need to say something. Right. But in order to take that action, I first need to figure out, well, is it me or is it this, like, oppression and control? And how do you know that? And, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you, ju- you, have, you just have to have the dialogue. It's like, right. I, I think for me, like, you know, how do you know if it's me or is it them? Like, I'm, I'm like an, 
what do you call it? like an extroverted thinker or like I think after I say things people are like, oh think before you speak it's like that is not me <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like and, and maybe that's not it's not an intentional thing but it's like I'm also an auditory learner like when I speak and I literally hear the vibration of my words I'm like oh that's me or like mm-hmm. no that feels secure so again going back to this initial thing that I said is like this has given me the confidence or the the, the being okay with stepping on other people's toes j- to find out the truth. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. so important. Totally. And that's amazing that you have that space to totally. do that. Yeah. And I'm just, I feel so much in bad, even for the people who don't have that mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. and who are, that do have these influences where it is this controlling and oppressive energy. And to that, like, the only thing that I know that can help that yeah. is to remove yourself from that environment, 100%. from that energy. A hundred percent. And the, the thing that's coming to me too, do you have like a, um, like an alumni group? Like when they go through a healing session with you, do like, are we part of like a Facebook group or anything like that? Because I could see like not only having the healing session, but it's like, um, you know, having a, a space for people to be like, dude, like, you know, my partner did this, doesn't understand, or my parents did this, doesn't understand, this person at work did this, they don't understand, like, and no one around them has that. It's like almost like for you to be able to create a space for these people who have experienced your work and also a place to, like, integrate, like yeah. an integrating space. Because, you know, it's like some people can't get out of that. I mean, like, what if, what if you know, some, like, you know, 17-year-old kid is in high school listening to this right now, and it's like, you know, their parents are, like... They're, they're trapped. They really are trapped in, in what they have, but they don't have any alternative. They're not going to run away, you know. But what they can do is is put themselves either in a digital space or just, like, listen to positive content because, like, that that has been a big thing for me even before this, um, before having this ceremony with you. It's like it, when I started even just changing my self-talk from when I was younger, it's like, just listen to a bunch of positive things. Just be around positive people. And if you can't be around them physically, find them in their digital space because it's helpful. So I guess I didn't yeah. let you answer, but like, do you have like an I don't right yeah. now, yeah. but that is a very beautiful Something idea. to think about. Something yeah. to think about. Because I think that'd be really cool to um, yeah, be able to just like have a space where you really know that people are just going to like, like a wholesome group that's going to let you speak on, you know, something and then someone's like oh i went through the same thing like this is what i did and like oh i didn't even realize yeah yeah thank you yeah that's a really great idea for sure yeah i think another thing i would i think that's amazing too what you're saying like fill yourself with the positive content Mm -hmm. find those people who understand what you're going through Mm -hmm. talk to them often reach out to them if you're going through shit Mm -hmm. and i also would say do your damnedest to, yes. to get out of that situation. Like, 100%. do whatever you can 100%. to get out because no matter what, you cannot heal in the same environment that created mm-hmm. the dysfunction in the first place. Mm-hmm. You can't. 100%, 100%. Yeah, something has to change. It's either you entrain them. Like, and I don't mean, like, a dog. Like, I mean entrainment where it's, like, um, like, when you raise, it, like, you either are going to inspire them to help raise with you or they're going to pull like one force has to win right like that's like the duality thing and you actually talked about this before we even had the ceremony and i thought it was a really cool uh way to look at energy and emotions that we don't like you have an emotion that you're resisting you have this anger 
that you don't want to feel and you're like no like I'm gonna repress it and all that does is it it moves you farther away from like the the now moment which the now moment is anger the now moment I'm angry right now and I don't want to get close to it so you think about things and you distance yourself but the moment that you allow yourself to have the anger or the, the whatever the suppressed emotion is it balances it out and so it's like the same thing with other people like if if you you allow yourself to be I don't know if I am saying the right thing now but my, my whole point is that like when you're in that space you're either gonna have to go like to, to be able to hold that frequency to help other people inspire to change or they're gonna pull you back down in the same space so yep <sighs> And I yeah. think with those, that kind of environment, that's like, you're not, where you're not being honored, where people are shaming you, blaming mm-hmm. you, that's very dense energy mm-hmm. that is going to pull you down. Yes. Like, I, yeah, I numbered. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I feel like for as much healing work as I've done, if I can feel when I am in an environment that is not honoring me and my boundaries honoring any yeah exactly mm-hmm. um but i feel it so much and if i yeah. have no other option but to stay in it mm-hmm. i feel myself i feel my mental health i feel everything start to just go down and mm-hmm. then it gets to a point where there's enough like there's nothing that i can do and yeah. it just plummets and i'm in the shit again yeah yeah picking up the same old habits creating the same dysfunctions in your body you're not digesting well yep um that's something actually that just came to me too. I feel like after our ceremony that, that I've been working through even more, like being just even more aware of my gut issues, just just because of the, the energy connection of that, releasing that stuff. Like I said, the next day I had like a, like a I wouldn't even say a pain, but like a discomfort in the, um, the left side of my stomach. And I, just, I don't know, I just get, I get this feeling like I'm, I'm purging, like the actual physical energy or toxins that have been maybe slow down or repressed from you know all the anger so not only does this like work as like a mental and on an and, and a bio you know electric like like your aura energy but like it actually works like on your physical body yeah yeah it's yeah. so a little tangent but it's wild and yeah. it's wild how often that happens to i was gonna you. ask yeah how like how much does people experience that have you experienced that like yeah. changes of the physical body after like uh, like a healing ceremony like that yeah I'm trying to think of myself I mm-hmm. I mean I definitely had like old and I think I'm actually going through something right now because mm-hmm. my left leg and mm-hmm. like piriformis I've had issues for a while like I used to have issues mm-hmm. um, probably like seven years ago mm-hmm. I had for like a year I dealt with this shit mm-hmm. and then it went away mm-hmm. and I think I've gone through a really big healing process just in the past couple of days mm-hmm. and it's come back mm-hmm. so I think I'm actually going through it currently Interesting. Interesting. and what I found like with other people that I've worked with as well yeah. it's like old illnesses will return yeah. they get like a little bit worse but then it gets better right well it's, it's like the circle of life that's like what we talk about a lot is the this we, we just come back to things in a circle and it's like coming back not for it you're like I thought it was over with this it's like no like you have to go through it and that's the thing I think this emotional bravery again is that and, and not just even anger but you know because my thing was anger but I'm realizing that just like feel your feelings and, and um, for someone like me who is an overthinker uh, for anyone else out there who, who, who just thinks so much Sometimes we can 
intellectualize things because, and I was telling you about this too, we can intellectualize things because we're afraid to experience it. Because as long as we have it understood in the head, we're like, I don't need to experience it. Like, I get it. I understand it. But you don't understand it. You're, you're again, lying to yourself saying, I know what shadow work is, or I know what, what expression is and all that. And to a degree that you do, but I think it, it's almost like health. Like, you don't know how good you can feel until you feel it, until you get pushed into a situation where you have to confront the thing that you are running from. And, um, yeah, and I think I lost my train of thought. That's... I think I lost my train of thought, yeah. Yeah, I know, I see where you're going with that, but that was something for me that I, it kind of scared me the very first time that I realized the difference between um, a mental knowing and then a physical Mm -hmm. embodiment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened was I went through this like pretty wild healing experience with my Reiki master teacher. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, you know, I'm, I'm in my life and I'm in the same kind of situations that were always happening with family and stuff, mm-hmm. but I was experiencing it differently mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting emotionally upset about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I went back to him and I was like, am I dissociating? Like, what's going on with me? Oh. And he's like, no, like, y- no, you're, you know, you've moved past it. Right. You've healed that. So right. it's no longer emotionally triggering you. Oh. And then he's like, how was the, like, how did you experience it this time? And I was like, you know, it was a little different. Like, I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't have that same emotional reaction to it, but I also didn't have the same thoughts that I used to have Mm -hmm. because there was understanding in the body. There was an embodiment understanding. Yes. It's like, I'm I'm seeing this thing in my mind, like, yeah, when we do come back to things and it's like we're still feeling these same frustrated feelings and you're like, I thought that I knew this and I, I went through this, it's like, well, that's a good indication that you don't, that you might just be over-intellectualizing. What else can you do to actually get into your body? What else can you do? Do, do you need more of a, to scream into a pillow? Maybe that worked last time, but now it doesn't. And it's like, don't take this stress as like, oh, I suck. It's like, take this stress again as, as a, a, a specific language that is speaking to you that says, just figure this out. This your stress is something to figure out. It's not something to keep beating yourself, whipping yourself with. So it's like, you know, think about how can I actually embody this feeling because it keeps coming back. I must only just be overthinking it, or I just must be thinking about it too much, and I'm not actually, you know, experiencing it. And that's what I mean. It's not just anger, but it's like feel your feelings. Let yourself truly be expressed, not just through thought. Yeah. 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 I, and I, you know, I found that like. I have, you know, I, I call them YouTube mentors, um, you know, growing up, like that's just, you know, not having the family that really got to show me the techniques and the things of how to be a man or how to be a functioning being that wants success and growth and not just confusion and lack and scarcity. Um, I, I had a, a mentor on the internet talk about this, like, bio, like, energetic thing and it, it, what he would say a lot like he coaches just men and he says like you know a lot of us need to um like get a get a, a a mattress on the floor and you just need to have a temper tantrum like you need to i think you actually talk about that you talk about an adult temper tantrum and it's like it's true like you actually have to get the energy through your body moving like and a, a lot of I, he also talks about a lot of men have this like chain this like muscular tension in the throat because you know it's like 
you're about to cry. And as a man, you he hear your uncle say like, quit being a bitch, you know, shut up. And it's like that feeling of like wanting to cry and someone t- telling you to shut up. It's like you like stored this this claustrophobic feeling in your throat. You don't know how to use your voice. It literally closed and it never got to open back up because you were, you were never in a space to be able to sing and to express yourself. And so it seems funny and it seems like, like I don't want to act like a child. It's like, no, no, you do need to act like a child because you were told to be an adult when you were a child. You didn't know how to be an adult when you were a child. And now this confliction of energy um, needs to be released by going back and acting like a child, having a temper tantrum so that it can finally get out and be released. So I think it's it, it was cool to have that that experience with you as well, to just scream into a pillow and to like use the voice because I could feel like so that like, you know, my, my thing that I was moving through was this burden. Like I was this burden for people and my family and my uncles and my dad and my friends and all this stuff. It's like, your anger, your voice is not a burden. Like you can speak up. And so it's like all of that shut upness that I, I've allowed myself to, to adhere to just got broken up. And it was like, I mean, I had a sore throat the, the next day for sure. And it's like, it's just so necessary. I think it's just so necessary to just like go and, and, and scream. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Have you heard of the book "The Body Keeps the Score"? Dude, you're the third person. You're the third person. I have I have heard this so many times in the last like three days. Yeah, I've heard of it. Have not read it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, I can understand the concept for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that is it's something that. So this is the way that I kind of explain it, and I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but I think mm-hmm. it's important to share in this moment for this intention. Yes. Um, so if you imagine this is kind of our body, mm-hmm. and this is like an event happening, like th- there's like a situation up here, mm-hmm. and then we have on our like, we have any, a response to that situation where it's like this is it right here. Okay. In within like the energetic. Um, that's the way that I think about it, like the energetic field. That's yep. like where our response happens. Yep. And then our body, from that response energetically, yep. our body will react to it. So mm-hmm. if you have like a natural inclination to resist, mm-hmm. then it's going to stay like in the body. Like it's going to stay there mm. because you're not letting it pass through. Right. But if something happens and you're like, okay, my natural inclination is to, to resist it, but you know what? I'm going to take some breaths. I'm going to feel into my body, mm-hmm. and I'm going to name the emotion. Mm-hmm. What color is it? Where is it? What's it doing? Is it moving? Does it have a shape? Like, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And then you're really present with the emotion, and then you let yourself, you kind of, the way that I experience it personally is you kind of relax deeper into it. Mm-hmm. You relax into the emotion, and what you do when you relax into the emotion is you let this mm. energy from the situation, you let the energy go through your body mm-hmm. because you're you're experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And then you let it go. Yes. But the body will all it always keeps every single situation that you don't let the emotion yep. through, yep. it keeps it there. Yep. I, dude, I, I'm such a visual, like, experience, experiencer. I'm like, as you're speaking, like, it makes so much sense because, I mean, our body is, it's an electric being. It has positive and negative charges. And the thing that you told me after our, our ceremony was, like, you need to spend the day and just get grounded. 
You need to be take your shoes off and just like be in the grass, be with your family, be supportive. And I'm being reminded of that too. Like, if you know your listeners are thinking about doing this and and just talking about the integration process afterwards, get grounded. Like, save the day for yourself. Don't be in a car. Don't be like like actually try to get into nature if you can, um, because just like you described. This thought, everything is in this like thought space realm, and your body is the connection from you could say God, divinity, source, thought, down into the mom, the 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 mother, the material, the matter, the earth, and if you don't know how to channel that energy, which is by opening up your chakra system and which is your literal circuit board of your body, if you don't know how to move that through the thought, through the the visual, through the third eye, maybe speaking something out. You know, and, and, and having compassion for it, having the energy to send it down and to experience it in the sacral and to just be rooted and give that thought all the way through, you are literally the connection between heaven and earth. And if you don't allow that energy to go through, yeah, it does stay trapped. So so when, when you're doing maybe healing work, like just the importance of getting grounded, you know, because we're sitting in houses and cars all day that's like sitting on rubber and we're wearing shoes, that energy doesn't, like when you say letting it flow through that rubber that thing that stops us from letting those that charge that we have exit our body so you might be experiencing it and you might be letting it come through you but it has no exit so you know doing grounding techniques and I will say like that is something that I really needed to be you know reminded of and I think that when we are experiencing ourselves like the truth of ourselves like or when I am experiencing the truth of myself, it is when I feel most grounded. And I think that is, and I'm, remi- I'm reminded because of your explanation, that it's because I'm allowing the thoughts to like just really come through and no judgment and to allow them to pass so they don't stick on me. They just come through and I just speak what comes to me. And that's what we're doing right now in this conversation. We're having an intuitive dialogue because I'm not afraid of what's going to come through. We're not afraid to to we're not resisting anything we're just open to experiencing and we're allowing the energy to come all the way through the body so just the importance of grounding when it comes to integrating i think is huge because you know it's important to feel it but it's like you also like have to learn not not to like push it out but to like really let it go yeah yeah i love that you brought that up yeah yeah because mm-hmm. that, that was a lifesaver i, I think the this being outside being in nature, like putting my butt on the ground, getting so like heavy base grounded, it was like I really got to feel the effects of, of, of it, of the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Something's coming to me now too, Sarah. It's like um, when you were creating this like ceremony, this ritual. Um, the thing that's coming right now is the acupuncture. Like I feel like the acupuncture is it's like the switch for me it was the switch for me like like i don't really know the question i have for you but i i guess i just want to point out how like i really loved the fact that you know you you found the right acupuncture points for me because i felt like unlike a massage where a massage feels amazing but like when you do the acupuncture you can literally like reset the whole body at the same time whereas like when i'm massaging people like i'm working on the leg or the back and it feels good and it does it does go through you know the entire body when you're done and you have that experience but the when you poke all those points really quickly it literally opens up the energy and i feel like that is the switch that's the gateway into your chakra system because 
it without it I don't know if I would have like really had the 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 power to how to harness the power of my my electric body like the the acupuncture I think just really opened up my body to experience the old trapped emotions and it allowed this circuit where my body would probably want to tense up that those acupuncture points just like really said to relax this entire systematic thing so I don't I just really have to point out like how awesome that that is because I've had acupuncture once in my life but I think like this sort of work layering it is a really beautiful design so maybe maybe the question is what was your thought behind creating the system with the acupuncture like what what went into making that because you obviously yeah. were like tapped in for sure thinking about that yeah so the way that I did it you remember the questions mm -hmm. I was asking you mm -hmm. we kind of there's a way to just kind of ask questions and based on the responses I can kind of figure out where you're like in excess and when you're in deficient mm -hmm. and from there I kind of created a um, protocol like a, a treatment protocol mm -hmm. of different points mm -hmm. and um, what that does is it basically you know you you have this meridian system in your body mm -hmm. and when where there's energy not flowing that's what the acupuncture point does so mm -hmm. you put the point in on the places where it's not flowing properly either right. it's flowing too much there or it's not flowing enough or right. it's stuck or the blood's stuck so is acupuncture kind of like an adaptogenic sort of thing then yeah oh, it's okay, like okay. you can turn it up you can okay. turn it down okay gotcha. um and so I basically just took, you know, the, the things that we were talking about, and I don't mm -hmm. remember specifically right, what it right, was right, right. at this point, but yeah. it was like I took that and I was like, okay, I, this is kind of the picture that I'm thinking. These are the points mm -hmm. that I want to do. Mm -hmm. And then after I put some points in you, do you remember I like tapped in again and I was like, I need to see if there's any more points that I'm intuitively mm -hmm. being told mm -hmm. need to be put in. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I've learned a little bit about like spiritual healing through acupuncture and yeah. that's what I'm wanting to specialize in, but I have a Perfect. lot more learning to do. Perfect. And um, I think when I tapped in, there were just points that came to me mm -hmm. and I don't fully know why, mm -hmm. but I can, and it's really, really cool, but mm -hmm. I can like put in a couple points and then I can just feel where, like where's the next one gotta go? Yep. Where's the next one? Where's the next one? And it just mm -hmm. comes to me. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that from you. Like I can, I can almost visually see like how you're, you're like a, a cartographer. You're like mapping out the elevation and the pitches of the body. And like, I can really, I can really see that. Yeah. I, I love like, again, just to, you know, I don't think I've, I mean, I've had Reiki done before and I've, I've felt that it feels good, but I think even for the people who are skeptical about energy work, cause you know, we're in this age now where it's like, we're, we're kind of seeing this like split. It's like, yeah. you know, when you hear the word energy worker, you're like, Oh, like hippie woo woo. -y, like it's whatever it is. Like, and I can under I can empathize. I can sympathize with people who think like that. But what I think sets you apart from that is the acupuncture. Like I really think that the acupuncture is the, it's the physical connect between your energy work. I mean, Sarah is literally, you are literally like touching their electricity in their body. That's what the, the meridians, that's what these are. There's these channels of energy and you're putting these points in, um, allowing their body to 
to work in a way and then go into the energy, go into the thought, go into the this well-rounded experience. So it's not just some, you know, you're not just like some charlatan who is putting hands on the body, saying nice things and make me want to hear things. I mean, you're really creating a container. You're saying, okay, the body's set up. I'm literally tapped in. I'm like not just mentally, intuitively tapped in, but what, through the acupuncture points, you have literally opened up the, the chakra system to, to flow in a way that it hasn't flown before, which when it does flow again, that's when those things get pushed out and come up and you create this great container to let it, you know, spark and come through and process and digest. So yeah. I have to really just point out that to your audience is like I, what I'm really happy about is the, the acupuncture. Like it's it's the the thing that stands out the most to me. It's something I told Wendy too. It's like I remember when I had to go pee, I had to get off yeah. the table. I was like, I have to go pee so bad, otherwise I can't go to this next level. I'm gonna like actually pee my pants. Yeah. And I walked up the stairs and it was like I had a three-hour massage. I was just so like, <laughs> boom. And I think that is because my my body was flushing. And and I think that over time, our bodies kink up, tense up, and we uh, compensate for uh, our lack of awareness. So it's like, if I don't know how to use my bicep, I'm eventually going to stop using it, and I'm going to learn how to do my life without using my right arm. And it's the same thing with the energy in the body. If you don't know how to actively engage your full energy circuit system you're going to learn and compensate and you're going to suffer but you're going to make through life because we're adaptable beings but when you get this acupuncture you get all that shit opened up and it allows everything to flush through so it's going to feel intense but that that acupuncture is what's allowing us to like really start that reintegration process of our electricity field so yeah i have to say that because that was a really good feeling that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So do you remember when I first started putting the needles in and you asked me a question about meditation? Yes, yes. And I, do you remember my response? Yes, I, I was thinking about it in the shower before you got here. <laughs> yep. yep. And um, do you mind just kind of yes. sharing a little bit? I, I asked you, um, or I, 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 I just felt this intuitive response when we got on the table and I said, I don't know what this means, but I have been having a hard time sitting still in my meditations because I... I don't, I don't, I don't, and that's what it was. I don't know why. I just felt like I could not get into that still place where as I could have before. And I told you, like, I'm, I meditate, like, often. And I'm, I wouldn't say I'm good or bad at it because that's subjective. But I know when I'm doing a good job and when I have a hard time sitting still. And I've been having a hard time sitting still. And you said that the, what came through your intuition was that I, I could be afraid of what might come up. And the reason why I'm, I'm, having a hard time sitting still is because I don't want to see what's going to come up and uh, yeah that's what that was the question that was the answer okay thank yeah, you yeah. so I'm wondering in that moment what were you like what were you thinking were you when I asked the question well when I gave you my answer mm, mm. like were you like I went into fear mode for sure okay. it, was, it was like this reintegrated of like fuck like like I don't know what that fully means but I also kind of resonate with it it's like yeah, it just made sense, but it also kind of brought this fear response of like, oh God, like what what could I be holding on to? What is it? Yeah. Um, fear, but also like I'm here, like I'm here now, like we're gonna do this thing. So I didn't just come over for like a little a little <laughs> bit. Like we're gonna we're gonna go and do this thing. Well, that's what I'm wondering yeah. is at what point were you all in mm. to do this healing work? Mm. So that 
ha- I have to give you the backstory, and I did give you a little bit of backstory, but for the intent of the podcast was um, when I was in massage school, I took a polarity class, and in the polarity class, the teacher offered like two group healings for like whoever wanted to experience it, and I was happened to be chosen. I was like. To, to do this group healing so I had to I got to lay on the table but she did the same thing to me she asked me questions about what do I want to work through kind of thing and yada 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 and I remember at the time I was like I can't finish any tasks like I always get to like 90% or 95% and then I don't want to do the last little bit I don't know why but like that last 5% of any task like I don't want to do and I make things harder for myself in that way I get to the very end I'm like eh, don't want to just don't want to finish the last part is just boring and I don't want to do it so I have all these like nine tenths finished tasks and she immediately goes your birth like was there any like what, what what was your birth like and I was like I was a c-section baby and she goes aha and I, I've never heard this before and it heard to, to bring this to me she's like you never you started this life without finishing you you were were pulled out before you really wanted to go and you were under your own like the the, the, the will of other people you you know and I'm like Whoa. And then I, and then I was like blown open with this, like, is that maybe why I don't trust people and why like it, it pisses me off when people don't just like hear me or listen to me and why being understood is so important to me because it's like from the moment of my birth, it was like, nope, you're coming out whether you like it or not. And it's like, I don't like it. I don't like this. And it's like, you know, my mom told me it's cause my head was too big, which is true maybe, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, and so, so she had this experience where she's like, okay, you know, I don't remember more of the dialogue, but that was the one that stuck out. So she had me lay on the table face up and I had like eight people touching my body, like in the class. So people, she wanted me to, she laid me on my back and had a bolster under me. Um, people, some people were touching my knee and my pinky toe, uh, on both sides. So one person was touching my knee and my pinky toe. Um, people were holding my knees, people were holding my pinkies. Um, I had another person over top of me putting their hands like on my chest. The teacher was having like a pelvis, like sacral hold. Um, and then I had another person who was just like putting their hands on my shoulders. Um, and I didn't really know what was happening at first, but I just started like trembling. Like I was like, okay. And then she told me that that trembling was like a yes and a no and a yes and no at the same time. The body wants to experience it, but doesn't at the same time is feeling the shaking. And she's asking me questions. What are you experiencing? And I, and I just, I can still remember like feeling a lot of gratitude and trust and thankfulness. And I said it out loud. I'm like, thank you all for being here. Like I can really feel all of you really like caring about me. But I could feel the sense that she was trying to recreate a birth. She was trying to go back and recreate the, the, the that experience that I didn't get to have to finish. And I could tell she's like, well, whenever you're ready, like, do you, do you want to, I could, I could just sense her that she wanted me to like, like birth, like crawl up off the table. And she's like, she didn't say it like that, but I could feel her questions prodding me into this way. Like, are you ready? And I'm like, no, no, I don't want, like, it's like, no, I don't want to do this. I feel kind of uncomfortable now, but I wasn't saying that. I just said no. And then she just let me be like, like after a few attempts of like pushing energy, she was just like, okay, you know we're going to stop. Um, you know, we're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to separate. We're going to, you know, kind of move on in the class. Uh, we're going to keep doing this workshop and everyone, you know, it was a good, it was a peaceful feeling. You know, like everyone left and she's just like, just roll over onto your side. And then it's like, someone come get him a blanket. And she kind of wrapped me up. And when everyone left me alone, 
she like came up to me and like kind of like rubbed my back or like put her hand on my shoulder um, and I was just kind of in this like rolled over fetal position she's like I want you to know that you said no today like that was your choice today it makes me almost want to cry because it was like someone let me be me and it was in that moment where I said no and everyone listened and that it was okay and she's like you can come back to class like whenever you're ready and I did I actually took the time and I'm like how long can I lay here before someone gets upset with me that's what I'm thinking in my mind and no one, no one and I didn't feel judged and I just got off went back to class as usual and she, she you know she was asking me she's like you sure you're okay I'm like yeah I'm okay and it never really was talked about after that so fast forward to now when we're down there when I was fully all in it was like I said no and people listened like I don't have to say no anymore like I can do this now and I felt kind of that similar energy of like you can do it if you want I'm here for you there's another container and I was like I almost kind of thought like when am I going to get another time to do this like when is it like if not now when like you talk Troy about change you talk about transformation like buddy like do it and that's kind of what it was so is it like a previous experience for me that really allowed me to say this is just my time now it's just just you know almost you could say fate but it's like I just chose that just to be the time because it was time I just knew yeah mm -hmm. did you feel that way before we had our session or did you feel that way when you kind of realized where I was taking the session that the latter yeah it, I didn't feel like I didn't know what was gonna I remember feeling not anxious before you came over but I'm like eh, like I don't need to be you know, if I'm being totally honest, I was skeptical. I was like, I don't, like, what's energy work? Like, what's this going to be? Is it going to be, like, something that, you know, someone just tells me that I'm healed? Or is it going to be something that, like, like I get to actually experience? Because that was one of the things I said on the table. I remember you're like, what's coming up for you right now? And I said, I'm afraid that you're going to do the work. And that, like, and, and what I think I meant by that was, like, I just experienced so many times about people, like, putting their will on top of me and saying you're healed now and you're experiencing this it's like no the fuck I'm not mm -hmm. I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing and like you're not letting me see it because it doesn't fit what you think should happen so I was afraid that that was gonna happen again um, and and so I was just in my head thinking I'll just get like an acupuncture thing just like a total wellness rejuvenation like that's my thought I was like I'm just gonna get like a rejuvenation thing um, and just get, you know, just like restart myself in a sense, energetically, because I knew acupuncture would be good for me, but it was like, I was on the table and I just, I don't know. I think I just intuitively again felt, I don't even want to use the word safe enough. I just felt ready. Like, cause it's not, it doesn't feel safe. Those things don't feel safe. And I don't want like to give the impression that people need to feel comfortable to go through these things. Like it's not that comfortable. It's not comfortable to be like, we're gonna go to this place. I'm not like, oh yeah, the dark. It feels so good to like cry, like and, and scream like a demon is coming out of me. It feels so good. It doesn't. And but but there's a, but your life is choices. And I just feel like, um, I just made that choice. Like I'm gonna just do my best, and I'm gonna be vulnerable here because I feel like it's the time to do it. And you again, you create a good container to do that in. I don't think that. Um, I talk about it in my book as well. That like. You have to you have to trust these body workers like these people aren't just like you know running a business like these people are here to help you and if you do not trust them you do not tap into the depth of the work and I just trust you so. yeah mm -hmm. that's beautiful yeah um, so I want to kind of explain to the listeners the mm -hmm. 
like the setup of this session. Totally, that'd be a good. That, that, that'd be um, good. So when we so we first started, and I the thing is, I didn't know where it was gonna go either. Mm-hmm. I I did not have the intention of like I want him to have this huge healing moment. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't my intention was to be here and to be present for you in whatever you needed to experience. Yep. And so we went in, I did the, the acupuncture points. So mm-hmm. we talked about like what you wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, I tapped in energetically, intuitively, like what other points need to be done. And then I let you relax. I came up, hung, hung out with Wendy for a while and yep. then went back down. Yep, this is all done in my basement. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. at your beautiful home here. Yes, it, it is. Um, it is a healing it's center. amazing, mm-hmm. I love it here. Um, so then I went back down there and you still had needles in and I started doing some energy work on you and the way that I do energy work, it's kind of, it's, it's hard to explain, (laughs) but it's kind of like I go into this different dimension Mm -hmm. and then there's like scenes playing out and I'm like. I mean, I use fire a lot. Fire mm-hmm. is like my element. And so sometimes I like see things that like shouldn't be there and I'm like burning it or I'm cutting things mm-hmm. or I see like a lot of times I'll see um, like metal, um, like metal chains mm-hmm. that are chained up or people are like wrapped with like metal and I'll mm-hmm. like go in and I'll be unwrapping it from people. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, just like a really quick side story. Mm-hmm. There was this woman I was working on one time and there I saw her ankle, both of her ankles were like shackled together. Like that's what I saw in my yep. third eye. So I'm, I have her on a table and I am physically like standing up on the table and I start unwinding her, her legs mm-hmm. and she lost her shit. It was like mm-hmm. this moment of her being like, I literally mm-hmm. just scream like I have chills. Me too. Just me too. Like, me too. Yeah. And she just like she was free. Like yeah. she, it like liberated her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's it's it's very hard to explain. Like yeah. I don't know what actually I'm doing when I'm doing that, but that's how I work. Is I, yeah. I'll see things, and um, that was when I was like actually physically like doing that. But I can also do it where I was just sitting at your head, mm-hmm. and I was in a different dimension like doing these things. Mm-hmm. And it was like every place that your your energy took me mm-hmm. was this place of safety, of not feeling mm-hmm. safe, and I was doing things to make you uh, feel more safe. What was the visuals? Because I'm totally comfortable with you sharing. If do you if do you remember like, um, like the images or if not, it's totally okay. Because I never asked you. Yeah, I I don't I don't okay. know if I can remember like all of them, but mm-hmm. there was one very particular one where you were like a little kid, mm-hmm. and there was like a bu- there was like a bunch of wire or something around you and you were like stuck in it like you were confined Hmm. and I was like cutting things like cutting you out Um, and you're just doing this in your mind or are you mm -hmm. actually above my body doing one of these things are you just still and you're like doing it in your in in, in the the visual I think for you in that situation Mm -hmm. it was just visual but I think there were other times where I think when you, because I could feel that there, it's like you wanted to go there, but yes. you were still resistant. Yes, yes. And I, yes. that's, like, I could, like, there were these, like, shields that you had up. Yes. That I was like, it's okay. And I would, like, bring yes. them down. Yes. So I was kind of doing this on the table of, like, moving yes. things. 
Um, another one that I think it's like when you when when you were almost there, like you were almost ready to like have the lose your shit moment. Mm-hmm. I just saw this bucket. And this bucket kept getting like fuller and fuller and fuller and fuller. And I just had, it was like, you need to dump the bucket. Like that's mm-hmm. what my intuition was telling me. And so I literally like, like went like this mm-hmm. and like dumped the bucket. Mm-hmm. And then you started just like screaming. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I don't know what's actually happening here. Right. I'm just going with what happens. And I remember at that moment, um, I, I want to say if, if it's the same moment, but like, I remember you're like, it's okay, like, go there, like, go there, like, as it was happening. But I was just laying there, and I remember saying, like, I don't mean this romantically in any way, Sarah, but like, I have a lot of love for you right now. And as soon as I said that, it was like I got this compassion in my heart where I'm like, I like loved myself enough to like let it happen. And I'm literally having involuntary like convulsions, like, I'm having a seizure, like, my core just went crazy, and I'm just like tightening up, and I just feel this, like, like this I can I can go back into it just this depth of my stomach I was crying laughing releasing like and it was so so intense but it was big sad it was big sad energy it was big sad anger energy so so yeah so 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 you're going through the yeah. process you're doing the energy work my, the needles are still in me you're having these visualizations yeah yes. so the needles are yep needles are still in you yep. I'm just I'm only at your head at this point I'm doing all this work inside yep. And it was like safety, safety, safety. He feels unsafe. He has this unsafe wound that he has to heal. Mm-hmm. And so I think I took I took some of the needles out. And then I asked you, I forget specifically what I asked, but it was something along the lines of, do you feel safe? Yeah. And you were like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's when I was like, that's when I knew that we had, had like we there. had an opportunity yeah. to heal a lot of shit yeah. because safety is such a bot like that's like a root yep. chakra issue which affects their entire system yep. and so um, to heal that one you're healing all of them right. and right. so I was like holy shit like here we go like mm-hmm. do you want to heal this mm-hmm. do you want me you know can I ask you more questions about this can we go here yeah. and I think that that in that moment that's when I knew mm-hmm. that you were ready, that mm-hmm. your your energy was truly ready mm-hmm. because I think that up until that moment, on my end, energetically, I don't think that you fully decided. You were totally but up agreed. until that, like at that point, mm-hmm. you made a decision mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's I rem- do it. I remember that. I don't remember the exact emotion I was going through, but yeah, again, like I said, it's like, that's just the time. Like I, It's like I like, almost said, it's like coming to me now. It's like, what's the alternative, dude? Like, like you're here. Like, like it's just it's so, it's okay. But you're you're totally like spot on with the, like I want to go. I'm like this trembling feeling. I'm like it's, uh, 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 I can't get there. Like I want to get there, but I'm so fucking afraid. But afraid of what? It's like I'm confused. I don't know how to do this. And that was the big thing too, was like a big relief for me that kind of helped getting me more heart open and relaxed was like admitting to you, that. I don't know how and I think that asking for help has been a huge thing and like a huge lesson and pattern in my life that constantly shows up of like doing things by myself because I don't want this uh, this blackmail energy I don't want this like people have leverage over me so asking for help is very very difficult and I think just admitting that like 
And that kind of got over my intellectual hump, which is another thing that I want to tell the people who are overthinking a lot of their healing is that when you admit that you don't know, because maybe the reason why you're over intellectualizing it is because you're disguising that you don't actually know. Mm. Like you're, you're disguising the fact that like you think you're intellectual. You think that's the thing, your mind, you think you're intellectual, but you're just lying. And that's okay because it's safety. You're just protecting yourself. I have so much empathy for myself for the reason why I, I would intellectualize my healing. Um, and when I admitted I don't know, it was like, oh, it's okay that I don't know. Like, and more than is it just okay that I don't know? Like, it's necessarily let people help you, let people have an upper hand, let people have the leverage because now it's time to choose the people who have the leverage. Where like you didn't get to choose when you were younger who had the leverage, and now you do. And if that was a big healing thing for me. Because I overthink and I overintellectualize just to cover up the fact that I actually don't know. That's, don't know. I've never thought about that being the reason why mm-hmm. you, anyone, me included, mm-hmm. like try to find out, research, mm-hmm. all these things. And it is, it's to avoid admitting I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That is huge. I have goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That feels really good. That feels really good. Yeah, wow. Um, okay, so from this point, yes. as soon as I asked you, yeah, like, go to that place, went to that place, it was like, okay, we need to take all the needles out. So I took mm-hmm. all the needles out. And then from there, I was just asking you the questions that intuitively were coming to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess, do you want to explain, like, your experience of that and how I kind of journeyed you? Mm -hmm. You were just asking me questions. I don't remember the specific questions, but just, like, I could feel that just intuitively. Like, I don't remember what what they were, but they were just intuitive questions that was just us connecting with each other. But as soon as you started talking, I just remembered a moment that I had that I never got to share, and I I actually feel really uncomfortable, but, you know, at the same time, I'm going to be super vulnerable. There was a there was a memory I had. Um, it was about my dad, and I just remember when I was younger, that I was in the bathtub. I don't remember how old I was, but my dad was giving me a shower, and I had to be I had to be like four or five, and I had to pee. And I'm peeing in the shower, and he's so mad at me. Like he's yelling at me, like quit peeing in the shower. Like I don't remember why, and I just. I was so confused. I was so lost, and you know, this hot shower was like burning me. And, like I was peeing. It was. He was just so mad at me. And I remember, it, it, on the table, I had to pee so bad. Mm. And I literally almost, um, I was like in my head. I'm channel. I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, do I pee on the table? Will that help like release like this thing? Like I'm like, like what? What am I supposed to do? And I'm like, nah. Maybe not. I was like, this is my client's table. I was like, the pee's going to sick through. Like, it's going to get on the table. Like, I don't want that. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well, maybe when I go to the bathroom, I can, like, I can go in the shower. I can, like, turn the shower on, and I can just pee my pants in the shower. Like, maybe maybe Sarah can just, like, come and, like, like be with me in the bathroom while I go in the shower, you know, get soaking wet and just, like, pee my pants because I thought that would release it. And it was like, um, I, I just remember, like, feeling that feeling. And I was like, no, I'm going to go there, like, I don't need to do. I don't need to do all of that, but I, I do need to go pee. And I, I feel like there there was just a connection with like my kidney and my bladder, um, with with this old memory of of my dad being so mad at me that I had to pee. Um, and so so that was the moment that I said, okay, like 
if we're really going to do this, I need to go, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to, I need to go relieve myself. And so yeah. I did. And I came back down and I just felt a lot more calm. I felt like I'm really ready to go to that space. Uh, you were again asking me these like intuitive questions and that I think that's when I had the moment of feeling like like I had a lot of love for you I had a lot of this like love in my heart and it just like cracked like I didn't like I made the choice to go there but I didn't choose what was going to happen it was like it's almost like um you know it's almost like a psychedelic experience where you take something and that was your choice now you get to see what happens and you don't have control but you did because you chose it and it was it was kind of like a psychedelic experience it's just like living it living it and and just yeah my body just sort of my body knew what to do my body yeah. just took over my body was like where are we going to do this you know yeah. you've heard of the um the concept of the the, the stress response from like a gazelle that runs away from the, the lion and when it gets away you'll see them like shiver all the time yeah it's the same thing like my body just had these convulsions and just like was releasing how it knew so you don't have to think i didn't have to think I just had to let it feel and I let it, had to let it happen, but I also had to make the choice. Because once you make the choice, your body knows what to do. And so that's kind of like what I felt and I just was going through these emotions of just like my dad and my family, um, just yelling at them, telling all my uncles to like fuck off, like like just not, like really letting my my throat express all of the, those wounds where I was told to shut up or where I didn't feel like I could speak up and it all just like came out. Yeah. And I could still feel, I could actually even still feel in that space where I was like still going back and forth. Even when I was at that tipping point and I already tipped over, I was like, I want to go, but I like don't know how to dive in even further. Like I want this out. And I almost think though that my, it's almost like because I wanted it gone so bad, that's why I couldn't go there. Because I, again, want to intellectualize. I want to slip past it so I don't have to feel it. And so um, I kind of, still feel this lingering integration still that um, I have a lot of work to do. Like I actually have a lot of work to do to really meet that place because um, because I want it gone so bad, I'm not letting it actually process. So, but I, I had an, I still had an amazing release of energy and I didn't even get to tell you this uh, when you left because one of the things I said to, uh, when I got back from the bathroom, I was like, if we're gonna do this, like I need you to go and, and talk to Wendy and get um, yeah Wendy's daughter out of the house and I need like the window shut <laughs> like I need the, the, the door shut because I knew what was about, I just knew what was about to happen and so when I went into that space and I was screaming and like fuck you and just like ah like going so deep and intense um, Wendy had told me afterwards that she could literally she didn't she, so just above the steps in the basement there was an open window in the kitchen but she said she did not hear me from there. She actually heard me from the ground. She felt like she heard the, the vibration because she was sitting on the patio right out of the, uh, right out the door of the basement. And um, she said she could feel it come underneath the ground, go underneath the garden and just go like straight up and into the grass and out through the, and she felt this like very demonic energy, just this like, ugh. So, and I thought that was a, like crazy. And I'm like, you know what? actually felt that like I actually felt and I thought it was amazing that she's like no, I didn't hear you from the window I heard you literally from underneath the ground and so she's like I knew she felt like not anxious but she did she wanted to make sure that I was okay because she could feel like something actually moved 
through. And so that's just, you know, another affirmation to the work. Like, we definitely moved things out. <laughs> so much. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So that was, yeah. So just like a really, a really quick thing, and then I want to say something else. So the kidneys. Mm -hmm. The, so every emotion in Chinese medicine, or every organ in Chinese medicine stores an emotion. Mm -hmm. And for the kidneys, it's fear. <laughs> Funny. Makes perfect sense, right? When I was younger, I used to have this problem. I can remember it. I was like two or three. I remember my, it was when my mom and dad were still together. My parents divorced when I was like three or four. And again, my dad's always mad at me because I have to pee. I had to pee every 30 seconds. I had like a kidney infection or something. I had like mm. sandy, like a sandy eye. That's like, actually, if you look, one of my eyes, I don't remember if it's left or right, but one slants more than the other. And I'm like completely oh, relaxed. Oh, yeah. And that was an eye or this one, whatever, that's um, more like it had gunk in it all the time. And I literally could remember I had to pee every like 30 seconds. Like I'd, I'd go pee and I'd literally empty my bladder and it'd be like, I have to go pee again. I can, again, I can remember my dad just being yelling at me or like complaining about me to my mom. Like, he's got to pee again or whatever and it's like um so I, I i remember my mom telling me that growing up i had like a kidney one of my kidneys like wasn't working properly or something so it makes sense yeah, yeah. That, that it's fear that's so interesting yeah it's so interesting so a lot of the work that i was doing i think i was prompting you i don't remember specifically but the way that i do all of these sessions is like what's the core emotion that we're working through? Mm -hmm. And then when was the first time that you felt that? What was the mm -hmm. memory? Mm -hmm. And then it's almost like you go as an adult, you're anchored yeah. as an adult. That's right, I forgot about that part. Yes, that's right. And then you, do you wanna share yeah, your I, re I just remember like you, you said, I want you to go up to that little boy and I want you to ask him to take, like you are gonna take all of his pain away. And I remember that little boy was like, like we did some of that. I was screaming into the pillow and he's like, go back to that boy, like, does he feel better? And he's like, no, he's still literally in the bathtub, in the fetal position with his head down, answering me, just shaking his head, no, no. And and I remember you also said that like, like let this be your anchor, like look at your home, look at your partner, like you have, a lovely beautiful woman who supports you look at the home that you live look at the you have a good life now you let this be your anchor because you can go down to that that dark and I'm so thankful for that I'm getting so happy thinking about it because that was the moment where I chose to be like actually brave in my own mental fortitude and I remember thinking like looking at at this little boy and he's like nope I'm not I don't feel good still and I'm just like I remember thinking like fucking fine like I'll keep doing it like I'll keep doing it then and I'll keep being pissed off and I'll keep being emotional and I'll keep screaming I'll keep yelling and I kept doing it and I think you asked me one more time I'm like no he's not done like he doesn't need to be not done and then is the moment I started going again it's like I could just see him he lifted his head up and it was like okay like I it's like he saw what the parent in me now the adult in me now would do for him that like he knew the, the, the little boy inside of me knew that someone truly had his back that was going to go through pain for this this for him and I just remember him let like, like like him saying like look we have so much pain in here that you could do this forever we we, we can't like I, I could let you keep doing this forever but we don't need to now and I think all I needed 
like this this little boy inside of me just needed to know that someone truly cared about him that like there is enough pain to like experience for eternity there is but we don't have to because I know that you love me I know that 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 I loved myself and I remember just like kind of lifting him up and just like twirling him around I can just like picture this like my little cheesy like like pictures that I could see myself growing up with this like cheesy smile this like short blonde hair and um just speaking on all the things that I wish my family would have told me like you know like I'm gonna be here for you that I love you no matter what that like I'm, I'm actually never going to leave you like I'm actually never going to leave you and um, yeah telling telling myself literally all the things that um, I wanted to hear growing up and you know, I had the, the unfortunate feeling growing up of being told that I was spoiled because I was an only child my grandpa you know would literally take me to like McDonald's every day and I'd like if we go to Walmart like you know I just ask for something and he'd get it for me and my whole family told me how spoiled I was and I never knew how damaging that was to a child um, until getting older and I realized I wasn't spoiled like you all thought you that I got everything I needed but I didn't you thought that I wanted McDonald's every day you thought that I wanted like my puppet to buy me things I wanted people to say Troy I see you Troy I love you like I'm actually not going anywhere what do you need like I like so yeah I, I like had this realization that that you know my family told me that I was spoiled and it led me thinking that like every like why should I be upset about anything in my life because I have everything I need I'm being told I have everything I need but I don't feel like I have everything I need I don't know why I brought that up that's yeah. I think that that's so huge and there's I have m multiple clients who have the same experience where they're like, I know that I had a good life, quote unquote, good life. I was provided for all of these things. And yet I feel so hurt inside because I wasn't seen for who I was and I wasn't fostered to be who I uniquely am. I was raised to be the person they that my parents or my family wanted me to be. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Which is why this, like, my process that I do with people, it is, it's like I find that core, that core emotion that is holding you back. Mm -hmm. And then I go back to when was the first time that you felt that way. Yep. And then we heal and we, just like what you, what you described, it's like you go in and you take that pain from that, that mm -hmm. inner child and you then become your own best parent. Yep. And you give it everything that you that you needed mm -hmm. at that time, and that is why they say time is nonlinear. Is because when you go back and you mm, heal that, yes. it literally creates quantum healing. I love that train of thought. Like I love the idea of of that that quantum leaping sort of mentality. It's literally like it takes a bit of open mindedness to get to that space to look at time in that way. But once you do, you realize like you really can rewrite it all like you just go back and and I've actually heard little like successful tips of like business like successful businesses it's like when you lay down at night like I want you to replay your day if it was, especially if it was a bad day um, and replay it as if it was the best day of your life like replay mm. it and like change it in that moment and what if you did that every day instead of waiting 25 years to do this work yeah. what if you did it every night before you went to bed what if you th and I'm not saying I do it I'm just re re being reminded like what if we laid in bed every night and said Okay, this is the day that I wish I would have had. And then what if what if that was it? What if that was you creating th by changing your past? What if that is creating you to set up for 
you know, your future. So, you know, again, it takes a little bit of open-mindedness and don't think about it too much. That's the thing right. I, I was thinking as well to tell, you know, people like that are going through this work, um, kind of like what I said, just make the, like, like if you're going to do this, like make the choice. And, and cause I think I, I work with people too that don't feel very intuitive and they don't really quite know what that even means. And I think for me, intuition is like, it's the non-thinking part of yourself. Like don't think, you can't think your way into figuring it out. It's like, I didn't know what memory was gonna come up when you said what was the first thing of fear. And I remember trying to think about a moment and I, you do have to engage it. You have to kind of tap in and say, okay, I'm looking for this memory. But that's about as much thinking as you can. And when you get something, don't, don't hide it, don't ignore it, don't wait for a better one. Don't just like, when you have that emotion, work with it because it's the, it's the biggest thing in your, in your mind, in your memory that's coming up. So when you're working with your intuition, like don't, don't think about it, just like be open. And, and when you get something, when, when your mind shows you the memory or whatever, like play with it, work with it. And it's coming up for you to see it. So, yeah, I often get people are like, this is really weird and random. I don't know why this is coming up. And yeah, then I'm is, like, yeah. let's let's go with it. Tell me more about it. What was going on then? Mm -hmm. And it, it always, every single time, 10 out of 10, you know, yep. every time. It was the thing. It was the thing we needed yep. to heal. Yep. Yeah. 100%. It's incredible. Like, our bodies are so much more intelligent than... I mean, I think that it's like, I know how intelligent we are, but it's like, there's so much that we don't know that mm -hmm. we don't know. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's what I love. That's why I love health. That's why I love doing this work. That's why I know it's necessary. It's like, our we're so unconscious of so much. And like, yeah. this is this is working with it. This is working with our subconscious and unconscious, you know, behaviors and patterns. And um, I think for the generation to help really like, put in place that like we are empowered like we have more than we were led and programmed to believe absolutely you know something's coming to me too sarah because i can kind of feel like we're getting to the end of this thing um what were you talking about with the video do you remember remember you're like oh i want to wait till the podcast so it comes out oh. do you, i want to talk about that yeah it was just it had to do with astrology okay because i'm going through this um Basically, I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo son. Mm -hmm. But my whole life, I've been scared to be in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. Which I didn't realize that, like, your sun sign is what you evolve into. Mm -hmm. It's like, that is your greatest expression of self. Thank you for reminding me. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Saving that mental note right there. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, being a Leo, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, like, you must love center stage and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that actually really used to terrify me, mm -hmm. and I've gotten more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten to the point where I look forward to giving talks or something because after, well, as soon as I'm in my own genius, I can get up there and I yes. can just go, 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 and it feels so good. Yep. And especially to know when it's resonating with people and I'm getting that feedback, that feels good. Oh, and afterwards, right. I'm like on a high yep. because I'm like, ah, yep. oh, this was awesome, such good feedback, I helped yep. so many people, like it yes. feels so good. But I'm in this space of like, if I get invited in to give a talk, mm -hmm. that's what it previously I've been able to do. Yep. But for me to be on my own stage uh -huh. Uh -huh. and to put myself out there, mm -hmm has been really scary for me. Mm -hmm. And I've been working with social media of, I think that my, one of my coping mechanisms of not having to put myself into that position mm -hmm. is to be like, well, I don't like, I don't really like social media. I don't like being on there. I don't mm -hmm. like da da da. 
but I've just been in straight up denial yeah, that that's just a coping mechanism understood. for me to not put myself out there and to not have people come at me negatively. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I'm going through this phase of within Leo energy. Yeah of, okay, like, I want to help people. That is my mission. I need to get back to the mission. Yep. That's that's what's most important for me is yep. to share my unique lens and gifts with the world so that the world can heal. Like, we're such in desperate need of it. But it's like... That makes me so happy. Okay, like, I need to just do it. Like, Sarah, just do it. Like, yep. put yourself in the yep. position. Teach yourself yep. that, you know, you can go to these scary places and it can, it's going to be okay. You're yep. going to be well-received. You might have people talking shit. You, you might will. have whatever. Yeah, you 100% will. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But in the past on social media, when I've done that, mm -hmm. and I have had people be like, I don't believe that. I believe this. Yeah. I literally, like, looking back. Oh, is this claustrophobic? Yeah, and it's like that, like, that would happen. And then I would find myself, I wouldn't post for, like, a month. Yep, yep. And so it's like. Now that I'm really um, aware of what I'm doing, because mm -hmm. I truly had convinced myself, I just don't really like social media. Mm -hmm. I truly convinced myself mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Yeah. You know, and yep. it's like coming out of that denial mm -hmm. of that story that I've told myself yeah. and being aware that that's what I'm doing and I have to take action regardless of how I feel. Yeah, dude, yeah. That's, I mean, I guess that's just what I wanted to share yeah, with you. That's, no, that's so perfect because you reminded me of like with astrology, uh, your sun sign is what you turn into and it, it reminded me of a thought that I had about our ceremony that, that I'm realizing it's like, I like go with this thought of like, did I create this opportunity for Sarah to come over or did like, did what I'm trying to say is that like you coming over was an event of itself, but I also feel like it was like a transit. Like it was always going to happen. Like, like in, and I feel like I'm in this phase too with you where I'm becoming more of my sun sign. Like an Aries energy is like bold. It's quick thinking and it's saying what you want to fucking say. And it's being okay. It's being fearless, bold about your emotions and your energy. That's like how I see most areas are like dominant and they're like dominating and they're like in a conversation, they're loud, they're stuff. And people will be like, well, you're an Aries. You're like the most submissive, like submissive, passive Aries I know. And I'm like, yeah, I know that that's true. But now that I'm not so afraid of my emotions, I'm like, yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. That's what I think. And I think that's so, um, yeah, thank you for saying that because the work that you also do is really kind of, again, don't know if it's the work, don't know if it's just the timing or it's probably both all in one that like I'm going through this time in my life too where I'm really tapping into not necessarily my personality but like, you know, how I'm really supposed to express my, my energy. Um, and the thing that I wanted to say to you about that whole thing with social media and stuff, uh, so I started making videos like two, three years ago. It was like 2018. Um, and I just like, it was just the time I've been ready to start making videos. And I, I would literally Sarah, I would do like 40 takes to make one post once a month for an Instagram video. And I'd be like, no, I messed up. Oh, I messed up. And I would literally have to go and delete like 40. And I'm not joking. I started with like doing that 40 times. And I'm like, eventually just doing it over and over and getting it out there, getting it out there. And it's so easy now to do these lives and do these like things. It's like, and I want to write a book and I just have had this idea that's cultivating in my mind about um, vlogging for your health that like I have created and I, maybe again it's the Leo moon or like Leo energy I work it with that too 
that like how you feel on the outside like how you're expressing yourself on the outside is how I feel like my emotional world is like that's how I internally feel and but I express it through like a very energetic airy sort of way not this like like stoic calm self-loving Leo way um I have healed my um this like journey journey of self-love through witnessing myself um through video so a lot of people journal a lot of people like to write their thoughts down and stuff I love making videos because then I just flip the camera and I turn around and I look at it and I watch how I say certain things. And when I first might be making a video, I might say something that I feel like emotionally triggered that comes up and I might not notice it at the time, but I might make some sort of facial thing, a facial cue that when I rewatch it, I'm like, oh, that's what I look like when I get a little triggered or that's what I look like when I'm excited. And you get a better understanding of what you look like and who you are, not just writing your thoughts down, but how your thoughts actually get expressed. And so I've been preaching to like TikTok, like make content, make vlogs, make videos, not even just to make content, but so it's like journaling and you get to see yourself in a new way. So, you know, from, from me to you, it's like you keep you make videos. Like you have the, the, the knowledge and now it's just like learning how to express it. And I think you're gonna find a lot of cool gems about yourself and how you look like and, and what you do. And, and just to even give you some affirmation too, I remember thinking this, uh, through our texting, setting up, I think, our ceremony before when you're back in town, I could just feel over the last like six months or a year communicating with you, like your verbiage, your vocabulary, the way that you like show up as yourself is totally different. <laughs> totally different. But like, it's like you can tell that this change is taking place in you. I can feel a bit more bravado and more like I'm here bitches like, like <laughs> I'm here and like I'm 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 gonna take up space and I'm going to do this not because I'm I'm taking up space but because I'm filling up that space so yeah. so like affirming to you that like I see that what you're thank doing you. you know yeah. thank you you're welcome yeah that's all that mm -hmm. amazing I, I love that you're you had that experience mm -hmm. watching yourself like I've never thought of it that way Neither did I, I. Love that. I was just doing videos because like I have my YouTube mentors that like I'll watch videos that I'm like so inspired by and I'm like subconsciously I want to do that to other people the only way I know how is to share stories through my face and I like it and I like looking at my face and, it, <laughs> and I really think that people who struggle with something like oh I'm ugly or I'm this or that like I can already tell you that that's not true and I really think the more that you start looking at yourself with compassion and love and like, wow, like you're really pretty or like, damn Troy, like you're pretty hot. Like, oh, you're really handsome. I, I have a theory or an intuition that says that we might actually be changing the way that we actually look like. I think when we actually look at ourselves and tell ourselves in the mirror that we look a certain way, I actually think the way that our face looks is completely different to other people, not just yeah. us. There might be a glow about us or whatever, but, um, you know, choose yourself, like really choose the practices that make you love yourself because um, I think it can actually change. You're not trapped in your body. I think you can morph your body just through, you know, thought and intention alone. And I yeah. feel like I'm proof of it. I feel like <laughs> I like I feel like growing up, I was so conditioned to think that I was fat and ugly. And and I remember like, you know, my mom growing up, like calling herself fat and ugly a lot. Mm. And I think that I subconsciously took that on as like, that's what you have to do when you're an adult. You have to hate yourself realize that's not true. And I think that I've really grown and in, in come into this lion energy of, of loving, you know, who I am. So self-love is not just for Leos, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's just one more thing that I wanted to, mm-hmm. to say about what you said, because yeah. you were like, when you came over here, it was like a transit that I was going through. It's like mm-hmm. it was destined to happen sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I think that it's important because I, I shared with you on the day that that session happened that I was like, you know, I, for, I don't I don't actually have a statistic, mm-hmm. but it's like not that like what happened that yes. day does not happen with every single person that I work with. And mm-hmm. I think it's because you have to wait until your energy is just right in order to really like let go and express and experience everything that happened that day and I think it it is it's like a transit that you go through Mm -hmm. and you know I work with my clients on kind of getting them ready to get to that point and then it can go there or someone finds me and it's like they're already ready to go yeah yeah you know and which I think is what happened with you 100 percent yeah yeah that's a great way to put that because you're right yeah you can't that's why they told the massage therapy school like you're just a facilitator you're not like don't go into a session trying to make people cry dude like that's not the way it works yeah. that's that's like uh that's abuse <laughs> yeah you know, making people feel they have to experience something that they might not be ready for yeah you know? and i'll be completely honest with you when i first started working with people mm-hmm. the very first couple people that i worked with they had an experience like this mm-hmm. like there was something about our connection that they needed my energy and I needed them to show me what my energy could do. Right, right. But after I started seeing people that didn't have those experiences, yep. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. My energy should be able to do this. Yep. I should be good enough to be able to facilitate this stuff. Yep. So I was then upset with myself. Yep. But I think just through working with people and the experience really mm-hmm. is it's like I I began to see, oh no, they're just they're not ready yet. Yeah. They're not ready yet. And I it's not my place to make them be ready. Hundred percent. You know, and that's such an empowering thought. And it also goes back to what you said at the beginning, like you're healing um, like your anger with like how um, would you say, like like when people don't act the way that you want them to act. It's like that's a that's a great lesson for you too in this work helping people with their anger you're also helping people with you know your own you're like letting people be like no i'm not ready to go to this space you know so um yeah yeah Yeah, good job sarah thanks okay so just before i ask you this last question yes where can people find well do you mind if people reach out to you and ask you questions connect Mm -hmm. yeah uh, uh, my big one uh, for messaging is Instagram. Uh, just Troy Flato L M T. That's uh, T R O Y, F as in Frank L A T H A U L M T. You can same thing on TikTok. Um, I, I make a lot of newer content on there. Find me on Facebook, Troy Flato. Um, let me think. I don't really do too much on YouTube. So, yeah, Instagram, TikTok are kind of my two biggest ones. Okay. Um, yeah, right now. So, sweet. Okay, cool. And yeah. I'll put all of that in the show notes yeah. as well. I love it. It's um, like actual podcast stuff. As yeah. Well. It's so cool. Um, okay, so this last question is. Mm-hmm. So, my podcast is mainly for women. Yes. I mean, I, I do know that there's men that listen too. I have long I hair, they... so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so if you, if there was one thing that you really wanted every single person to know Mm -hmm. to their core, Mm -hmm. what would that be? Be kind to yourself. Mm. 100% is that I I could already tell the question and it came so strongly. Be kind to yourself because it's so easy to 
to lie to yourself in a, in a bad way of you're not doing enough. Like you are seriously, like when you have the awareness that you do, it's already a gift. And I think this life is a process of unfolding rather than like creating. And I think we can really, like we do create, but it, it feels like an unfolding process that we're already this thing. And we don't have to try to manifest. We don't have to try so hard. And I think when we do try that hard, we can really easily beat ourselves up. So be kind to yourself because, you know, you're the one living with, with who you are. And most of the time, those voices in your head are, are not yours. So be kind because just be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. That was beautifully said. Thank mm -hmm. you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you for having me and, and letting me speak and give you know my feedback and my perspective. And I hope that I trust that more people, um, you know, really find that beak, the, the beacon, you know, the, you're putting your energy out there, you're making yourself visible, you're sending out that pulse, and um, just like, keep doing that, and I'm so looking forward to see where this, you know, take, I mean, your story is so cool too, like, the way that you transformed in doing this, and I'm just so excited to, to see just more people like, you know, that you can serve, I'm super pumped for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you so much for taking this time to be with me and hosting me at yes, your beautiful home. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love it here. Yes. Okay. Sweet. <laughs>